Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Listen, we're going to have a great time. Now, a couple of little things. Uh, when I got to my hotel room with my wife, which will be here second and third service after 20, we're celebrating 25 years this year. Uh, the good thing is 25 years. The bad thing is she's like, honey, I've heard you preach plenty. I'll be there second and third service. Uh, and then, in, you know, the, the staff always treats me uh, with so much love and so much admiration. And so I got this little, what I call, like to call a love basket uh, in, my, in my hotel room. The bad thing about the basket is that it had a bunch of Red Sox paraphernalia in it. Okay, sunglasses, socks. I think there was some Red Sox undergarments or something, which is weird because it's a weird church. So, um, and, and naturally what I did immediately uh, is I burnt it all because I don't care. Because as you know, I am not a Red Sox fan, okay? Ten in a row, so what? The devil can do anything. Anyway, listen, <laughs> this morning we're going to have a blast. We're going to have a great time. I love kicking off this series remix, taking songs from pop culture and applying them to our life with principles from the Bible. As you know, like Pastor Derek said, uh, I will text him uh, sometimes often, listen, uh, on the weekends, and I'll go, man, have a great day. You know, or listen, man, kill it. You know what I mean? You're going to preach up a storm. And then about five minutes later, I text him, but you'll never be as good as me. So <laughs> listen, uh, I think this is what I want to do. Listen, it's fun. It's, we're going to have some fun. The lyrics of the song, Hard Day's Night. Some, some Beatles facts was the first Beatles movie uh, released in the 60s, of course, post Ed Sullivan show. But the lyrics say this, it's been a hard day's night and I've been working like a dog. Who can relate? We can relate just the pace, just the pace of life. I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. How many sleep that well? If you're like my wife, one, one person in the back, like I sleep fine. I sleep two people. Two people sleep fine. Nothing that, you know, a little Dramamine or Diamond Tap couldn't help, right? It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. And then, you know, I work all day to get you money to buy you things. And it's worth it just to hear you say, uh, you're going to give me everything. It's interesting. Uh, the, the song was actually created uh, from Ringo Starr, the drummer of the Beatles, who after being in the studio all night long, working all day, and all night, they actually lost, listen, lost track of time. And when he looked out the window, he was saying, boy, it's been a hard day. And then when he opened up the window, he went, well, it's also been a hard day's night. And then Paul McCartney and John Lennon that night penned the song in one evening, three and a half hours. But a lot of us can relate to a hard day's night. A lot of us can relate to working constantly and feeling like we don't have a break. A lot of us can relate to, uh, because I have so much on my mind and so much going that I can't really get the sleep because the minute I lay down and go vertical for a moment, if you're like me, my mind just... I just start, well, I got to do this. And I, oh, I didn't do that. And then I got to come over here. And then oh, uh, tomorrow, okay, these are the things I'm going to do tomorrow. And then before you know it, you've been laying down for an hour and a half, two hours, and nothing has happened. You're actually revved back up. And if you're like me, you raid the refrigerator and you get a little snack. You get a little, little, little late night snack, you know, and then it turns into a dinner. It's the leftover, it's a leftover macaroni. Don't do that. You'll look like me instead of your pastor. Listen. A lot of us can relate to that pace of life. 
just always going and always on. Either even when I'm somewhere, I'm not really there. I'm only there partially because part of my mind is already thinking on where I have to be. Uh, where I am, I'm not fully what I would say fully present because I'm thinking while I'm listening to someone talk or I'm, I'm engaging with someone. I'm just kind of, well, in my mind, I'm somewhere else. I'm, I'm somewhat uh, fragmented, somewhat detached. It's been a hard day. It's been a hard week, a hard month. Some of us are going, it's been a hard year. Some of us are saying it's just been that because of the pace by which not only culture goes, but we adapt, maybe not purposefully, but we adapt <laughs> from culture, just this, this, this frantic pace of always going, always going, always on, always on, always on, always on, always on. Some of us, now let's have a little fun. I'm going to step back here just for a second. This is going to be fun. You guys loosen up. It's 845 service. I hope you guys had coffee. I'm going to sit. Can you guys, can you guys, can you hear that? Is that good? Is that good? All right, I'm going to sit right here. Because always, if, look, I've always had a, look, this looks cool. Because I've always had this little thing like where you're like a rock drummer and you want to twirl the sticks and you stand up. So this is what we're going to do because I'm a very insecure person. Ready? Watch this. Do this. I'm going to twirl the sticks and then I want everybody to cheer. Ready? One, one two, three. Right. I felt it was good. It's just like a little fantasy I have, like Venus rock drummer. Because what happens is a lot of our life can be related to this. A lot of our lives sound like uh, people who have sat down at a drum set for, for, at a music store for the first time. Or a lot of our lives feel like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. What you're saying right now is, wow, he is talented. Listen, because a lot of our lives are always on. We're always doing, always accumulating, always producing, always thinking, always working. And it sounds our lives reflect... And we're always on. We're always going, and our lives seem like more noise than they do music. But what happens is when you put the sticks in the hands of someone, where's our drummer? Oh, look at him. Give him a hand, guys. Look. But listen, but when you put the tools in the hands of a person that isn't always on, but he knows how to be on and how to be off. He knows where the rests go in music. He knows how the rhythm is supposed to work because rhythm is knowing when to be on and when to be off. Rhythm is knowing where the rests go when you live. Now listen to a person who knows where the rests go. Oh, everybody move their head. Move their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Don't stop, bro. I just started getting in a groove. Go, go. Come on. Please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Swing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Because he knows where to rest 
where to stop and where to be on. He knows where not everything's going at once. He knows where the rests go. And when we know where the rests are in our life, our life becomes less like an existence and more like a rhythm. So watch, watch, hard day's night, Exodus 20, remember the Sabbath day, keeping it holy, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God, on it you shall do not do any work, neither you nor your son, daughter, your manservant, maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day. You and I were created in rhythm. Six on, one off. Six on, one off. Six on, one off. Six on, one off. From the very beginning, from the very beginning, We were created in rhythm. The world was created. No. I got to do this. I got to get the clouds. I got to get the mountains. I got to get the grass. I got to get the... No. No. (laughs) No. No. It was... No. Rhythm. Six on, one off. Six on, one off. Early on in the very beginning, God the Father, because we're in the Old Testament, God the Father is trying to teach a tribe of people, the Israelites. Listen, there's something to this rhythm thing. And it's so important that if you don't get it right, listen, Exodus 31. Observe the Sabbath because it is holy to you. Holy, meaning separate. That day, that time. And understand the concept that the scripture is going for. In this modern day and age, listen, we have a lot of our our, our first responders. We have a lot of people. We have dual income families. We have people that it's, it's not about a Sunday or a Saturday. It's about a space of time. It's about a space of time, a Sabbath, a period by which, listen, nothing is urgent. A period of time where nothing is urgent and coming into the promised land, God the Father says, listen, this is so important to your pace. This is so, this concept of rest is so important as you're coming into the promises and the things that I have given you. This, this, this life of rhythm Amen. Is, is, is this, observe the Sabbath because it is wholly different, set apart than any other time. Anyone who desecrates it should be put to death. Why? Why? Because possibly our creator knew that if we don't know where to put rest, you and I would begin to think everything we have is a result of us and not the Lord. Because if we don't have that time that looks different than everything else, producing, giving, pouring out, where it looks different, holy, set apart. If, it, if you don't have a time, pace, rhythm, where there is time set aside, you might actually believe that the things that you have is because you produced it. 
or because you worked or you supplied it without that time. And I think if we're honest, a lot of times what gets in our way of knowing who God is and who we are not is our own self, which is pride. And if we don't have built in to our rhythm of life, of recognizing, wow, Lord, this, look what you've done. Look what you've done here. Yeah, I got issues. Yeah, I got some things I got to work out. But wow, you are God and I am not. Sabbath. Rest. Rest. And he says, look, anybody in the tribe that forgets to do this, kill them. Because what that attitude does is begin to permeate through a tribe, an organization, a church. And what happens when we lose that rhythm, six on, one off, six on, one off, six on, one off. When we lose that rhythm, what happens is it starts, it, it starts to give a little bit away. It starts to give, thank you, man. It starts to give a little bit away. Oh, look, at, look at what I've done. Look at this. Look, at ain't that good? Yeah. Let's get more of it. Let's get more of it. I work all day, work all night to get money to buy you things. Just to hear you say. It's interesting. The scripture tells us we were meant to live a life of rhythm. Six on, one off. And when we don't incorporate rhythm, (laughs) you sound like Pastor Q drummer. (laughs) (laughs) But when you know where the rests go and when to be on and when to be off, you start to live a life of rhythm because that's the way we were created. That's the way we were built. That's the way we're guided and led by God. So, interesting. Uh, on Matthew 14, a pattern that you see, or Mark 6, excuse me, uh, of Jesus' life. <laughs> Mark 6, the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Look at all the things we're doing. On, on. Look at what's happening. People healed. Miracles going on. This is awesome. We're getting a following. People are knowing about us. We're about to tweet about you. Pull out a billboard in Jerusalem. We got a good deal. Then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat. That's why the Bible's so authentic. How many of us have lived or are currently living in a pace where even the essentials, the essentials we miss, eating, so busy. We were doing a, we were finishing a construction project at our at our church and and listen, just being transparent, I, I mean it was I, I wasn't eating healthy. I know what you're saying is you're 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 still not. But the idea is <laughs> but but and I would literally skip and I've got like a sugar thing going on because I love ding dongs and yodels and whole milk because it is from Jesus. So um and I was I was skipping a, a little bit of breakfast, had a little bit of breakfast. And then I have lunch, and then I would skip lunch and not eat till eight eight thirty at night. So the Bible's so authentic. They're so busy. There's so many things going on, and not even a chance to eat. <laughs> Rhythm. Come with me. Jesus says, "Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest." Rhythm. Rhythm. Yeah, yeah. We got more to do. We're gonna hit it again tomorrow. We're gonna. No, no, no. It's too much. Too much. Come with me. 
Again, once again, this is Jesus who is showing us the best way to live. I've come to give you life, but life what? Abundantly. I've come to give you the way you're supposed to live, not the way culture and the flow of society says, accumulate, accomplish, accumulate, accomplish. No, six on, one off, six on, one off. Why? Because he modeled it. So much going on, you forget to eat. Slow down. Come with me. Let's go get something. Let's go get something. I just picked a couple. Uh, Matthew 14, when Jesus heard what had happened... He had heard that a very close relative, John the Baptist, was beheaded. He withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. See, it breaks down when we have the argument with ourselves. You don't understand, Pastor Q. I got three kids, six, four, and two, and it is crazy dual income we're doing. Look, I get it. I understand. But it's never going to stop. It's about discipline. It's never going to stop. you got to sit down and prioritize. you got to sit down and say, look, this is what I have found out for me. Maybe not you, but for me. I make time for the things, guess what, that I want to make time for. That's it. And what you find, because all he had, Jesus, all he had was three years. Three years to change the world. Still doing it today. Three years to change the world. Yeah, you're right. we got to get more people. we got to talk more. we got to go. Put, do all, No, no, no. And then when he has something that emotionally pulls from him, here's the principle of the scripture. With something that emotionally pulls from him, he doesn't drive harder, he withdraws. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Luke 5, this won't be in your notes, but Luke 5, there's a point where Jesus is healing so many people. He does get in a boat to use the water as a reflective service to re- uh, surface to reach more people. And then he goes, hey, we're done. We're done. Let's go. You guys push over to the other side. I'm going to go pray. The disciples actually come back and go, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is how we know most of the disciples were Italians. <laughs> Because, because he, they're like this. No, drive it, man. Go, go. What do you mean? We got more people to heal. We got more people who need to be fed. There's more needs to happen. Come on. He's like, no, I'm actually done. No, I'm actually done. I'm done. You guys push off to the other side. I'm going to go pray. Amen. Listen, listen. Not knowing your limits. Rhythm, six on, one off, six on, one off, six on, one off. Not knowing your limits will lead to us thinking we can do more by ourselves than more with God. Because we don't have that time to reflect and go, we do what we do because of God, not because of me. So he goes, no, no, I'm done. Watch, ready? What you see in Scripture is out of of these moments, and we all will live them. If not, we will live them if we're not in the middle of them. These moments that have this massive emotional output. Whether it's raising teenagers, five kids, two kids, it doesn't matter. Whether it's dual income, whatever it is, output. What scripture, what you'll see in Jesus' life, at these moments of output, they're correlated with moments of stopping. With moments of stopping. To reflect, to gain strength, to understand, to process. Just heard that his cousin, John the Baptist, he was beheaded. I got I to go. Hold on. I got to go. It's a process. And so what you find in Scripture from the very beginning, rhythm. Knowing when to be on and when to be off. And not knowing when to be off, life seems more like noise than it does music. 
and what you have modeled in Jesus, it's times to sit back. Wait, wait, I gotta, give me a minute. There's, there's scripture in Luke, in Luke 6, that Jesus actually says he got up before a massive outpouring of teaching. He gets up early in the morning before the chaos starts. Maybe that's why the scripture says it's joy. The joy of the Lord comes in the morning before I have all the other extenuating things taking things away from me. And he gets up in the morning to go and pray before strength, before he outputs. Amen. Interesting. Listen. Amen. I want you to understand. There's this word that's used in scripture. It's used only twice. The vernacular is this. Matthew 11. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened. Matthew 11. And I will give you, what's that word? Rest. Huh. Take my yoke, the way yoke, a, 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 a collection of teachings. It's a very, a, a very uh, Jewish way of saying the way I'm telling you to live, the way I'm teaching you to live. Take my teachings upon you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find the word there is vinifosh. Only two places in the New Testament. Vinifosh, refreshed. And you will find being refreshed for your souls. Two places. Exodus 20, 11. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. But he, what's that word? Rested. No. It's vinifosh. For the Lord refreshed. Because that's the way six on, one off. Six on, one off. He vinifoshed after what he did in creation. And then later you see Jesus in the New Testament because it's all together, guys. You see Jesus in the New Testament going, hey, hey, but if you will come to me, come to me, you will be refreshed. Two words. One word only used twice in Scripture. Vinifosh, refreshment. Watch. You never find this. You never find Jesus living a life of compulsion. I got to go. I got to go. Get here. Who? What? Who needs bread? Let me do a miracle real quick. Hurry up. Hurry up, guys. Hurry up. Because I got something in Samaria I got to get to by 2.30. You never find that out. You never see Jesus running. Guys, hurry up. Who's waiting? Peter takes so much time to get dressed. It's unbelievable. <laughs> no. You don't ever see Jesus running or hurrying anywhere. You never ever see Jesus being moved, shaped, guided, or molded ever by culture or society. It's only guided, shaped, and molded by his Father's Spirit. Amen. That's it. That's it. And so when we buy into, when we buy into this pace, this pace, always on, always on, something happens to our mentality. And I, listen, I understand seasons, but remember, seasons have beginnings and ends. When we first planted the church in Tampa, I told my wife, listen, for the first two years, I promise you, I will be at every meeting, I will be at every leadership concert, I will do everything I can. You're going to see me less. 
There's going to be the season where we're building this foundation that we believe God has called us to. And she was quick at, year, at month 23 to go, you said two years. <laughs> I understand seasons. But seasons have to have beginning and ends. But it never negates, seasons never negate the way we were created to live with rhythm. Amen. So here's the thing. How do, here's the thing. So how do we do it? How do we Sabbath in this modern day culture? How do we do that? One, you have to understand you just got to stop. You just got to stop. The word Sabbath in, in the Jewish uh, vernacular is Shabbat. Shabbat means to cease. To cease. Amen. To stop. Because it was holy unto the Lord and the Lord blessed it. That period of time should look completely different than all the other times. Six on, one off. And in that moment of time, listen, in that moment of time when stopping, you should not be producing. You should be enjoying in that moment of time, you sit back and enjoy what the Lord has allowed you to have because we are just stewards of everything we have because as believers and followers, everything we have we know comes from the Lord and is meant and created for his glory. Amen. So if we forget to have a time to reflect that, we will begin to believe that we have what we have because of us. So you stop that period of time, Sabbath, Shabbat, to cease, should look completely different than all the other days. Can I, and here's one little example. On my Sabbath, which is a weird time because guess what? Me and your pastor, we work weekends. We work weekends. So when I sit, I get up. Remember, it's a period of time where nothing is urgent. I make some good coffee. I do a pour over. You guys know what a pour over is in Boston? You know what that is? The grounds of coffee and a little filter hot water. You smell it. This is what heaven smells like. <laughs> and you make a little coffee and I sit down and I listen to what Pastor Derek preached the week before, see if he's getting better than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I sit and I listen. It's my Sabbath where I intake. And then I love the area of town that we're in. I go for a walk. I go for a walk. And it's, listen, it's not, I don't pastor you, recite the book of James. No, I don't. No, I don't. I listen to the Metallica Black record. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Listen, I sit and I just walk and I just enjoy. And listen, as you can tell, I don't walk far. But I just walk twice around the block. I just kind of... Vinifosh, I just refresh. And this is what I do. It's a simple prayer. Lord, thank you for my kids. Thank you that I haven't killed them yet. <laughs> I know, and I, I'm, you think I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not. And I thank you for my wife. I said, thank you for the great, great leaders I get to lead for friendships like I have with Pastor D. I mean, and I just, that's all. It's not rocket science. I refresh. Vinifosh. I vinifosh. That's it. I get back to my house. I might take a shower. I might not. <laughs> I think about going to the gym because of what he looks like. And then I go, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then, listen, you think, and I find a friend or someone. I just take him to lunch. And I go, tell me about your family. Tell me what's going on. One of the most, um, you know, I grew up, uh, we, I grew up in Brooklyn and 
and my parents are still to this day are very devout Catholics. And uh, man, one of the most intriguing, in-depth times we ever spent as a family. Man, we, we, we made sure we had dinner and we ate together at least once a week. And we just sat around the table. Now we threw bread at each other and argued, yeah, but, but go with the principle, okay? Listen. <laughs> I'm just, hey, what was your week like? I make sure I spend a little, have coffee with my wife in the afternoon. How's your week? What do you got going this week? Vinifash. And I sit. But I'm mindful the entire day. Ah, you are God. And I am not. I'm mindful. Listen, what? I'm mindful. I mean, let me get deeper for you. Let me say it in the Hebrew. You ready? Ah, you are God. And I am not. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, I don't understand this, but you are God. I'm not. Lord, I, I, don't, I can't figure out this. I can't understand. I can't, that's, I, but you're God, and I'm not. Because we were built with three. See, what it really is, is it's re, really remixing your life. It's really remixing your life. Because if we're not careful, if you're net, listen, you never drift into being who God created you to be. It comes as a result of being intentional. You got to remix. You got to remix it. Because even inadvertently, what happens is we get, we get shaped, guided, and molded by culture. Go, 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 go. And listen, when you are the son of an immigrant Italian off the boat, one thing we bring to the table is hard work. We're not the smartest. But I'll work you under the table. And what happens is when you grow up with that mindset, always on, always on, it sounds a little bit more like noise than it does rhythm. Because here's the deal. If we do not stop, we say our work is equal to God's. If we don't learn to stop and vinifash, refresh and reflect, we believe that our work is equal to God's. God can always do more with six than I can do with seven. Always. That's why he's God and I'm not. See, this ain't easy stuff. See, this ain't easy. Second thing we do. Second thing we do is we worship. And I want you to watch what the psalmist here in the book of Psalms does. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Psalms uh, 92. And it says a psalm, a song for the Sabbath day. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name. Watch what he does. It's brilliant. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name. Oh, most high. What is he saying? <laughs> I'm not God. You are. Most high. You're higher than me. You're higher than what I think. You're higher than what I want. You're higher than what I... Oh, most high. Watch the pattern. He gives us the pattern. Oh, most high. I'm not God. You are. To proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night all day long. You have exalted my horn like a wild ox. Strength. Strength. Because when you come to me, you will be refreshed. See, we're trying to go to other things, which is, which is something I'll struggle with. You know what I got to do? I got to go to a ball game. I got to eat a hot dog. I got to have two Cokes. Then inning four, I get a pretzel, and I think this will relax me. It may do something to you physically to relax, but the Lord's idea is you come to me and be completely refreshed. Amen. 
And a psalmist tells us, it says, you will exalt my horn. What does he do? Strength. You'll get strength from me. Fine oils have been poured upon me. God's anointing. You'll get God's anointing when we learn to live in rhythm. Six on, one off. I want God to bless all of my days, but to have him blessed the six that I work, I take a time to reflect on him to say, Lord, bless the other six because you can do more with six than I can do with seven. That's the word. It's scripture. Fine oil. You're going to anoint the things that I do. The righteous, excuse me, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Flourish, well-rested. I'll be well-rested. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of God. They will still bear fruit in old age. Here's what I like. Endurance. Endurance. The way that I make it to the end to hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant, is to live a life that he created from the very beginning. Six on, one off. Six on, one off. Knowing where the rests are. Here's the idea. John 16. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he bears, what he hears, excuse me, and he will tell you what is yet to come. Love that word. What's that word? He will guide you. Uh, Isaiah 63. <laughs> they were given rest. Rest. The word rest there actually means agodom, which means to lay down. Listen. They were given rest by the spirit of what? The Lord. Huh. By the spirit of the Lord. This is how you guided, he guided your people to make yourself a glorious name. He guided them through rest. So anti-cultural. Why? Because we find rest by connecting with God. There's this, there's this story. It's told um, in Hebrew school. As a young Jewish boy is standing on the side of a mountain with his dad, and he sees these sheep, and he sees this shepherd, these little sheep, and he sees this shepherd literally beating and whipping the sheep as they go across the valley. And he starts to weep, and he turns to his father, and he says, Dad, why is that shepherd beating the sheep, why is the shepherd, what is he doing to these, and you can hear him, and he's just, come on, and he's moving them, and he's putting, he's shoving them in the valley, he's just heartful, he's violent, his dad, why is the shepherd beating the sheep like that, the father turns around and goes, son, that's not the shepherd, that's the butcher, <laughs> according to scripture, the spirit of the Lord guides you. It guides you. It doesn't drive you. The Spirit of God guides you. It doesn't drive you. And a lot of us, our hearts are oriented to who he is and what he has for us. But our spirits are driven. And the Lord says, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Six on, one off. Six on. One off. Take some time to acknowledge what I've given you. Take some time. 
to live in a promise of what I'm going to give you. Take some time to reflect that I am God and you are not. Remix it. Remix how we're meant to live. Enjoy one another. Enjoy what I've given you. Yeah, I still, we still got to work that out. Yeah, we got to deal with that. Yeah, but not right now. Because what's going to give me strength and anoint what I do is when I'm sitting and I'm reflecting and connecting Vinifash with God, it will give me the strength and the faith to know when I go back to the things that I need to face, I will have your anointing, I will have your strength, I will have your endurance. Amen. 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 Amen.